Blog Talk Radio. Circumstances can't stop me, but neither will they block me. Today I feel unmovable. Nothing's impossible. Be grateful that our eyes can 
see another, another day, that we can have our limbs in our, in our right mind, that we have food on our table, that we have an opportunity to sit in your presence and bask in your word, to just spend time in your word for the God, spend time in prayer. We thank you, Father, for the freedoms that we have in this country. And Father, you know, we thank you that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, that we know that there's a spiritual force in this element, in this earth right now that wants to divide and to separate. But Father God, we thank you that you are the putter together. You are the God that wants people to come together in unity and love of the spirit. But Father God, we know that we can't do that effectively if we are not truly dying to self and living for you. So we thank you this day. I thank you for all those that are under the sound of my voice, whether they listen on demand or they're listening uh, live right now on the internet or they're call in, they're, they've called in. Father God, I just pray that you give a special blessing to them that they took the time, that they found this show, Father God, so that you could speak to them, Father. And I pray that you will use me according to your will, according to your glory, and that you will get all the glory, honor, and the praise from this show today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope that you guys are also enjoying your day. It is a, it's Thursday and wow, it's the last quarter of the year and so much is going on. But as you know, I titled this, Let's Bask in the Wonder of the Word. Let's bask in the wonder of the Word. We're going to go ahead and jump into Psalms 119. We are looking at verses 129 through 136 this morning. And we're going to go ahead and read that. But today, guess what, guys? I'm actually bringing out another translation that we're going to read out of this morning because I just so fell in love with um, it during my some quiet time and study time that I was having before the Lord. And I want to share that with you this morning. So we're going to begin at verses 129, and we're going to read on to verse 136. 136. Let's go ahead and let me begin reading from the Living Translation this morning. We are going to start now. Your laws are wonderful. No wonder I obey them. As your plan unfolds, even the simple can understand it. No wonder I wait expectantly for each of your commands. Come and have mercy on me as your way, uh, on me as as your way with those who love you. Guide me with your law so that I will not be overcome by evil. Rescue me from the oppression of the evil man. Then I can obey you. Look down in love upon me and teach me all your laws. I weep because your laws are dis, um, are disobeyed. Oh, Lord. You are just and are, and your punishments are fair. Your, your demands are right, are just and right. I am indignant and angry because of the way my enemies have disregarded your laws. Oh, my gosh. Is that not, like, so awesome? I mean, do you, do you just hear the... the I don't even know what word to use, the the wonderment of his word. I mean, think about that, guys. This is 66 books, 66 love letters that 
um, he's used man to do it. You know, if you've listened to any of my broadcasts before, people who say, um, you know, the book was written by the man and we don't know. You know, God is so awesome, guys. You know, from the very, very beginning, always intended to use people. This is the earth. He created it for us, for us to have dominion over it, over everything in it. So God wants to use us in the earth. Anything anything that's going to get done in the earth is going to get done because we make ourselves available. We are available to God to use us. So when you read this, talks about this great love that we have for the word, that David had for the word. And when we think about it, it tells us everything that we need. And I wrote a few things down as I was preparing. When you, The word is so wonderful that this is what it does. It establishes us. It will direct us. It blesses us. It teaches us. And it readies us. Think about that. It establishes us. It directs us. It redeems us. It blesses us. It teaches us. And I added that it readies us. What does that mean? It readies us. You know, it prepares us for the journey. It prepares us for what may come. It can reveal to us the mind of God, the heart of God. I mean, we know that the word of God is the mind of God, the heart of God, the will of God. And the more of it that we embrace around us, the more of it that we saturate ourselves with, the more of God that we actually begin to get hold of. That is so powerful to me. That is just so awesome to know that there's no question, there's no confusion, there's no misnomer there's no dot 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 afterward that we don't know we can know the mind of god and the heart of god for a thing why because it's in the word of god in the word of god that is so awesome and i'm i'm i'm, I'm speechless but i'm not but and i hope that you can hear what I'm trying to convey to you. Sometimes so many people are, are struggling and they don't know their purpose. They don't, they, they can't figure it out. They don't, they don't get it. And yet the word of God has it for us right there. The word of God tells us right there. We have the mind of God right before us. There's a distinction that we see also for those that don't have the same affinity, the same heart, the same passion for the word of God. And it says that he's angry. It frustrates him. When, and think of it, 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 it's our way of falling in love with the Lord, with God through his word. And when we see it right here, he says, um, I obey them. Your laws are wonderful. No wonder I obey them. Why are they wonderful? Because they guide us. They guard us. They rein us in. They, they, they set the standard. And when we do that, when we rest in them, there's promises that come. I want to go over to Psalms, go backwards to Psalms 34. Now he said that he obeys them. But look at some of the promises we have here. 
And I'm just going to jump down to uh, verse 8 in Psalms 34. Oh, put God to the test and see how kind he is. See for yourself the way the way his mercy showered down on all who trust him. If you belong to the Lord, reverence him. Which means, he says, if you belong to the Lord, that means what? That must mean that somebody doesn't belong to the Lord. There must be another group that doesn't belong to the Lord. Reverence him. For everyone who does this has everything he needs. Everyone who does this has everything he needs. Now, it may not seem like it. But that's a promise. If we don't have everything that we need, then we need and we need to ask a few questions. What? Why? Because we are now allowing the word of God to examine us. We're allowing the word of God to examine us. Because God, God's word does not lie. If he said it, he will do it. And we read that over in, in, in Numbers chapter 29. Because then God will begin to reveal to us where we may have missed it, where we've given the enemy legal access to our life, dealing with the consequence of our sin. And that we may be reaping, the, reaping what we've sown, what we sowed months ago, maybe years ago, that are preventing flow of God, the flow of his word, the flow of his blessings to manifest now. That's why we should always keep a short list, short list with God. And then we go on to see, we see a little further in verse 10, even strong young lions sometimes go hungry. I mean, in other words, even the strong, even those that have it all together, they, they will sometimes go hungry. But those of us, there's a group, those of us, because we saw earlier that there were those that were not like us. For If you belong, means that there are those that don't belong. For those of us who reverence the Lord will never lack any good thing. Those of us who reverence the Lord will never lack any good thing. Oh, my gosh. I am like so into that one because, again, if we're lacking anything, we can go back and ask God. Maybe it's a character issue, a character flaw. Maybe we still lie or we still cheat or we're doing something that, you know, our character can't maintain that level of growth because we're not submitting to the word. We're not allowing the word to change in an area. So we have to go where our character. We're never going to go beyond what our character goes. And then I want to go over to Psalms chapter one, another one of my favorite. I mean, how do you not have only one favorite? That's like impossible when it comes to the word of God. And I'm going to read the entire chapter because it's only like six verses. Oh, the joys of those who do not follow evil men's advice what's it evil man's advice anyone that's not following the word of god and that doesn't mean that every person that does is going to get it always all right but 
there are those that don't even use the word of God as their standard. So uh, it's like, don't follow that. Who do not hang around the sinners, around with sinners, scoffing at the things of God. That doesn't mean that we don't interact with those that are not of Christ. It just means that they're not the ones that are speaking into our lives and giving us, quote unquote, what we would call wise counsel. Okay, so all the joys of those who do not follow evil men's advice, who do not hang around with sinners, scoffing at the things of God, because there are those that scoff at the things of God. Holy living, speaking right, meaning speaking the word of God, those that want to argue and denounce the word of God. I could go on and on. But they delight in doing everything God wants them to, and day and night are always meditating on his laws and thinking about ways to follow him more closely. I mean, when you love someone and they are the center of your being, I mean, think of a man and a woman when they first fall in love, they want to be around each other all the time or if you're a mother to a child or a child to a parent, you want to please your child as well as discipline them. And as a child, you want to please your parent as well as learn to have freedoms in the appropriate manner, intentionally do things that would hurt or harm that person. So here we want to do everything. When we truly love God, fall in love with God, it's not about us. God isn't a Santa Claus or where he's sending his hand out to God. And we want to do everything we can to please him. Remember, we are a living sacrifice. A living sacrifice is who we are to be. Okay. And so what do we do here? We're meditating on his laws day and night, following them more closely, meditating, chewing it over and over. Uh, like I remember having it described like cud when a, with the way a cow will chew. You're meditating on it. You're looking at the words. You're doing a study to see the different uh, translations and the different types of words that were used between the Greek and the, I mean, the uh, uh, Hebrew and what we have today. You're constantly going, God, what does that mean? And how can I apply that? And God is just showing you more and more. We're meditating on that thing to find out what, what, all, the, is, what all meat is in that particular passage. They are like trees along a riverbank bearing luscious fruit. I like that translation. It says not just fruit, luscious fruit. For each season, without fail, their leaves never wither, and all they do prospers. But for sinners, what a different story. They blow away like chaff before the wind. They are not safe on judgment day. They shall not stand among the godly. For the Lord watches over all the plans and paths of godly men, but the path of the godless lead to doom. I mean, again, when David was talking about following the path, following the word of God, as he says in 119, I, 29, your laws are wonderful. No wonder I obey them. He goes on to say, I will not be overcome by evil, 
rescue me from the oppression of the evil man, but then I can obey you. You know, we understand that, that there's no oppression there. But before that, we saw that his, he still planted. He still planted. His roots are running deep in the word of God. See, when your roots run deep in the word of God, you are not moved by your emotions. When your roots run deep in the word of God, you are not moved by your emotions. You are not looking for something else. You're not getting into the mysticism and the, the new age of the, uh, uh, that's out there. You're not mixing humanism and spiritualness with the word of God. No, your feet are firmly planted in the word of God. It is your source. It is your filter for which you run everything, like, which you filter everything through. And what I like about the word of God, what I love about the word of God, what just trips my trigger for the word of God, is that the, he makes a clear line of delineation. That there are those that are godly and there are those that are not. Which takes out a lot of confusion on how we really live and how God wants us to live. Yes, God is love. Yes, God is merciful. Yes, God gives us grace. But it's not greasy grace. It's not sloppy agape. It's not meant for us to just live any type of way and not think that there aren't any consequences. Everything that we do is a seed. Finances are a seed. Acts of acts of kindness are seeds. Attitudes are seeds. The Bible says if you want to be fine, if you want friends, then you have to be friendly. You're not gonna get it if you're not. If you're cantankerous and you're grouchy, it doesn't happen that way. There's a clear line of distinction. We, I'm going to read another one over in Proverbs, and what it does for our life. The word of God does what? And when we have this, we fall in love with just knowing. Proverbs 6.23. We love the word because it really is like being in an army because it's black and white. It's not gray. It's not a thought like, well, did I get it? I'm not sure. We have the mind of God right here. Like you want to know what somebody, an authorized version. Verse 23 in Proverbs chapter 6, for their advice is a beam of light directed into the dark corners of your mind to warn you of danger and give you a good life. That's what the instruction of the word does. Let me go back a, back one verse. Every day and all night long, morning, let their instruction guide you into the new day. It's the advice, the proper advice from parents who use the word of God. That's what we have here, guys. We have the powerful word of God before us. God is great and he loves us and he wants to take care of us. And he understands me. God sees what we don't see. And he desires to reveal to us so that we can know the trips up 
and the, the situations that happen all day that can happen. And we can see this in Psalms 19, verse 13, Psalms 19, verse 13. And we'll also see that we can have another uh, example of this in the New Testament. And we'll read that in a moment. 19, verse 13 in Psalms, chapter 19, verse 13. So let's hear. And keep me from deliberate wrongs. Help me to stop doing them. Only then can I be free of guilt and innocent of some great. Reminds me of Romans chapter 7. Should be around verse 15, where he said, I do what I don't want to do. The things that I desire to do, I, for God, I just can't seem to get it done. And the things that I don't want to do, the sins that I'm constantly finding myself in, I don't want to do those. But he knows that if we stay in the word of God, as we grow in the word, they'll become less. It's a growth process. But what I wanted us to see also is in the Lord's prayer, when he's at the verse where he says, lead me not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Right there, we can tap into the mind of God for our day because God sees what we don't see. So if we're asking God to not lead us into temptation, in other words, don't let me get into something that is going to take me out of you, God. It could be a temptation. It could be an accident. It could be a situation on your job. I've had situations where I've gotten up in the morning and I've prayed that prayer. Lord, lead me not into the temptation. Guide my day. And Literally, the peace of God would come upon me in a situation later that day. It was like literally I prayed it out. I prayed it out, and it, I was able to see it. In other words, I had revelation of what was going to go on. I had a day that I woke up, and I was just heavy in prayer, heavy in prayer, praying in the spirit, and uh it, it ended it, it ended up to where I um, ended up having to minister like the majority of that day. I mean, everything that I did, everything, whoever I talked to, I was meeting people at the, you know, unexpectedly. And um, I would not have been prepared spiritually had I not prayed. I would not have been ready. And when we pray out the word of God, when we seek the word of God to be the guidepost of our day, we have revelation knowledge. Nothing as believers should sneak up on us. If we're spending time in prayer, if we're spending time in the word of God, the Holy Spirit is faithful. We'll begin to prick our hearts and be like, pray in this area, pray in that area, leave early, do this. It'll begin to give you instructions. It's not like we just wake up and do what we want to do in any course of any day. When we have the wonderful word of God and we can bask in the presence of God through his word, we have revelation knowledge for the day. We have a guide for the day. He will establish us. He will direct us. He will redeem us. How does that mean? Doesn't that just explain? you 
when I read of all that what God wants to do and it's his promises, I can rest in that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this today. I hope you found it encouraging to your spirit and to your soul that it will begin to minister to your heart and to your mind to shift you or to take you higher. We got it, guys. God is good. He loves us with an everlasting love. Catch me on Facebook at The Process 319 Unleashed, and I hope that you join us. Check us out on Periscope. We're going to be getting on and doing some more of those. And I have some great guests coming up on the talk show soon. So stay, stay tuned. I love you guys. Talk to you soon.